right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Idle Chat. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're well. I am Jonathan Idle, a.k.a. Johnny Idle, and across the table from me, as always, is my lovely, hilarious, talented, and tolerant girlfriend, Bessie. Hello, Bess. Hi, it's me, Bess. It's you, Bess. How's it going? Good. I just had a great omelet. Yeah, really? Where'd you get it? Uh, Idle's house. Idol's house. That's right. <laughs> my my uh, my idol. My omelet game is on point these days. Oh, good omelet is just a yeah. masterpiece. My, my omelet my omelet game is is right there, man. Love Not it. so bad. We're right in the middle of the Olympics. We're watching some Olympics, we sure right? We are. We were speaking of. We were watching the other day, and it was uh, it was swimming. Yeah. And and you said that they should <laughs> they should put like a. Like the everyman in there to race with them, right? Yeah, like, somebody that's like kind of into swimming, but like, a regular everyday adult person with a regular job, you know? Like like somebody who was on the JV swim team in high yeah. school. And, yeah, yeah. And the most swimming he's done is like in his... Like he had a swim cap at one point. At one point, right, like, right, right. A little banana hammock. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and just let him go out there. It's like an everyday kind of guy, but with a little bit more skills. The kind of guy like when he's sitting there talking to his, they're, they're at the they're at the lake, and he's talking to his nephew, and like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm telling you, back in the day, yeah. you could get on that kayak, and I could swim, I could beat you out there to that dock. Oh, sure. well, let's try it. Oh, I got a bum shoulder, man. But next yeah, time, not that anymore. guy, yeah, yeah, that guy, yeah, that guy, yeah, who it, maybe swam like five years ago or something like that. Yeah, he, he was in the JV team in high school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still, <laughs> still like. Mid twenties, sure. Whatever, whatever the ages of yeah. the, the Olympic swimmers, yeah. Because when they're all going so fast, it just looks like they're all regular speed. <laughs> we the, need some comparison they'd the, here. They'd be the other end, and I'd still It'd just be, the be best. I'd just be dipping my toe in, like, oh, like, that's oh, cool. a little, that's little chilly, cold. man. Wow. Mm. I'd be like cannonball. <laughs> 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 right, right. <laughs> I I had something else I wanted to talk to about. Imagine today, a but. cannonball from the high dive. Oh, I, I I I did it the old high dive at the the public pool that was in Agawam when I was yeah. a kid. I was a scrawny little kid. I broke my ass. I'm sure. Mm. I don't remember really, but I know I know I did a cannonball off it, and the lifeguard was none too pleased. Oh. I know that. So what are you gonna do? Live to tell the tale. I, I guess. guess so. Right. Many years later on a, a podcast. Hundred years later. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid to climb the ladder. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm afraid of everything. I'm afraid of everything that I already do. I'm af- just afraid all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, sometimes I'm afraid of going down our front stairs. <laughs> obvious. Yeah. That's obvious. All right. Well, we have something fun planned for today. We're going to do a, a successful cover songs cover songs maybe some you yeah. probably some you Surprise guys you yeah some them. you might know that they were covers some you might not know that they were covers and i just figured we would touch on a few here today and uh i had two more we have a dozen songs that we're going to play little clips of and regular and or bakers regular regular dozen right a regular dozen i believe let me see what do we got here let me see yeah 12 yeah a dozen so i did have two more but then i decided that well we decided i talked to you about it i decided that maybe 
we as a committee decided as a committee we decided that that we could hold on to these other two because that would be another great episode because these these other two weren't really cover songs as much as they were stolen from other people and right. literally went into litigation. So yeah, that will be a fun one. That'll be a fun episode. And we'll pass yeah. our own judgment. Yeah, sure. Judge Idol. <laughs> yeah. Did they deserve it or not? Yeah, the yeah the Bessethan. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I figured we would talk about some of that, okay? What do you think? I love it. Sound good? I'm ready. Okay, great. I like snippets. I like music snippets. Yeah, we're going to play little bits of each one of these. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. It is going to be a good yeah, time. Yeah, we're going to be so. bopping around to the music. Sure we are. Right. All right, so the first one I want to talk about is uh, Johnny Cash. I never knew that A Boy Named Sue was a cover song. Mm. I know. We can listen to there a little bit of... two boys named Sue? Apparently, yeah. Mm. The original. Uh, uh, no, will you stop... Let me, let me give the facts of the song. All right, well, here. hurry up and spit them out. <laughs> All right. Well, the Johnny Cash recorded the song at <laughs> San Quentin in 1969. And yes. legend has it that, we'll play a clip of it in a second, but legend has it that the, he just, the band didn't know it. He ne- That was the first time they ever played it together. But wow. It, well, I mean, it's three chords and it just follows right. a thing. And if you if you try to count along with it, it to the... To, to the version it's a little hard to so you can kind of see that he was yeah, kind of the just, timing is weird it's weird yeah it is really weird so anyway we'll just give it a quick listen here here we go well my daddy left home when i was three and he didn't leave much to ma and me just this old guitar and an empty bottle of booze now, I don't blame him because he run and hid, but the meanest thing that he ever did was before he left, he went and named me Sue. Well, he must have thought that it was quite a joke and it got a lot of laughs from lots of folks. Seems I had to fight my whole life through. Some gal would giggle and I'd get rid, and some guy'd laugh and I'd bust his head. I'll tell you, life ain't easy for a boy named Sue. All right, so we're all familiar with with that version, right? Yeah, nineteen sixty nine. A Lila. nice inheritance. Yeah, yeah. Empty bottle of booze and a guitar. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and a bad attitude, right? Right, 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 right. Well, the original and a chip on your shoulder came out the same year, nineteen sixty nine, uh, by a guy named Shel Silverstein. He's the original songwriter and artist. Shel, I know. Hey, my daddy left home when I was three And he didn't leave much for my and me Just his here old guitar and a half-filled bottle of booze And it wasn't just that he run and hid But the meanest thing that old man did Is before he left, he went and named me Sue Yeah, he must have thought it was quite a joke And it got lots of laughs from lots of folks it seems I had a fight my whole life through Well, the girl would giggle and I'd turn red Some guy would laugh, I'd have to bust his head And I'd tell you, life ain't easy for a boy named Sue Yeah, I grew up quick That is great! Isn't that great? 
He got a better inheritance. A half-filled bottle of booze, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't wait to listen to the rest of that. I know, right? That was great. Yeah, it's 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 uh it it's about the same, but he sings it more in like a country bumpkin kind of way, in a gimmicky kind of uh, novelty song yeah. kind of way. You know, I mean, I don't want to sound I like. I love it. Yeah, it's great, right? I love it. Okay. Well, the other one I wanted to I wanted to touch on was uh, hurt was Hurt, his version of Hurt. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, Quite familiar. I love that song. Yeah, it's great, right? And he released that in, in 2002. Let's give it just a quick listen, please. I hurt myself Today to see if I still feel I focus on the pain the only thing that's real the needle tears a hole the old familiar sting try to kill it all away but I remember everything what have I become my sweetest friend everyone I know goes away great it's an amazing version of the song, right? It really it's, a, is. it's an incredible version of the song. But the original, of course, came out. It was it was Nine Inch Nails in nineteen ninety five. And a quick And Johnny Cash did it when? In two thousand two. Oh. Yeah. Let's give it a quick listen. All right. I hurt myself today to see if I still It's amazing how just with a vocal delivery, it changes, changes the whole the whole, tone. the whole tone of the song. Like the yeah. original is about just self-destructive behavior and addiction and whatever, and then the Johnny Cash version. To me, it feels like it's a guy who's coming to the end of his life and he's looking back at the mistakes he's made and and just kind of it's, yeah, it's ah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's really incredible. Yeah, and Trent Reznor said. What he said, uh, he praised Cash's interpretation of the song for its sincerity and meaning, going as far as to say that that song isn't mine anymore. Wow. I know, great, right? That's awesome. Pretty great. All right, moving on. 
Great song. Great song. Yeah, awesome. awesome. Deep, powerful, heavy yeah, song. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. All right, moving on. We're going to go on to... Now, this one is kind of a... There's got to be a little bit of an asterisk next to this one, okay? Okay. A little bit. And I'll tell you why. Because... All right. Nothing compares to you, Sinead O'Connor. Yes. All right. Uh, everybody knows it, but we'll play like a little, a little clip of it here. It's been seven hours and fifteen days since you took your love away. I go out every night and sleep all day since you took your love away. Since you've been gone, I can do whatever I want. I can see whomever I choose. Eat my dinner in a fancy restaurant But nothing, I said nothing can take away Beautiful. Such a good song. It's such a beautiful version of the song. Okay, but that came out in 1990, but here's where it gets weird. Prince at the time had only, uh, not didn't even release, but he had, it was just a demo version of it. Yeah. 1984, demo version that wasn't released by, until 2018, the demo version, but mm-hmm. he did release a live version of it yeah. on the uh, 19, what was it, 1993's compilation the hits and the B-sides, and it's yeah. it's just awesome. It's but a it's duet, just... yeah. It's been seven hours and 13 days Since you took your love That song. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. That it's almost like more of a 
like a an R and B kind of kind of song instead yeah. other than a than a. But so is it technically? And the fact that it's a duet or that it's presented as a duet adds right. a whole different perspective to it. That Sinead's version, yeah, like yeah. takes control of the whole song, so it's just from one perspective. Yeah, but just yeah. boom, 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 boom. That yeah. whole, it's just yeah. so, it's so great. But it's like an R and B, and it, it's just wonderful. So anyway, so is it technically a cover song? Sure, but it, but sure uh, on, is. On, basically on an unreleased song that wasn't the, the, yeah, the it, real yeah. version of it wasn't released until until 2018. Kind of wrote it and gave it to her. I guess so, right? Yeah, great. All right, moving on. We could probably do an entire. That usually is a surprising one for people. A lot of people don't know that Prince had a version. I yeah, I didn't. I knew it was a Prince song when it came out, but I didn't hear Prince's version until I bought that hits and B sides. Was it a triple disc or something mm-hmm. set? Yeah, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the first time I heard it. I just love it. It's great. Right, we could probably do an entire episode <laughs> on this next person because she's had a ton of hits with a ton of cover songs, like a bunch, and that's Joan Jett. She had a big hit with badass. Yeah, she's badass. She's it, it, rock star. Yeah, our friends that are listening right now, if you've never had a chance to see Joan Jett live, just go. I <laughs> promise you, you're gonna have a great time. She is a rock star. Her band is always awesome. on point, and she is she's just a straight up. We badass. saw her a couple years ago with Heart and Cheap Trick, yeah. and it was almost like they were all headlining for each other. It really was. Yeah, and yeah, they all, were the set, all the main act. All the sets were <laughs> real, uh, Cheap Trick played an hour. Joan Jett played an hour and then Hart played an hour and 15 minutes yeah so it was really really close it wasn't awesome. even that anyway so she had a big hit with like Crimson and Clover by Tommy James and the Shondells she had a big hit with uh, uh, Do You Want to Touch it was an old Gary Glitter song and it, mm-hmm. those of you who don't know Gary Glitter if you've ever been to a, a, a any type of uh, uh, sporting event and it's that da na 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 hey na 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 that's Gary Glitter anyway we are going to talk about her awesome cover of I love rock and roll. Let's give it a quick listen. All right. I saw him dancing there by the record machine. I knew he must have been about 17. such a a weird del- like a machine it's yeah, just, she's, it's just, she's mad at everything at everything yeah 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 well i didn't look i didn't even know until geez much later and it might even be as soon as like 10 years ago that the original was from 19 so she released that in 1981 mm-hmm. the original uh, version of it was by a band called the arrows or arrows in 1975. Ooh. Let's give it a quick listen. Go ahead. Ah! 
must have been about 17 mm. The beat was going strong Playing my favorite song And I could tell it wouldn't be long Till she was with me, yeah me And I could tell it wouldn't be long Till she was with me, yeah me Interesting, right? A little more poppy. A little, a little more less, poppy. A little less I hate everything. A little bit. I think it's it's also a little creepier. It's less it's a, rock and roll than Jones. Well, yeah. Joan is... Man, she, she turns up the volume. She's a rocker, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a little creepier, though, too, because she must have been about 17, and then he goes, oh. <laughs> I mean, maybe he was 18. Maybe. Okay. You might be right. <laughs> I doubt it, but you might be right. There you go. I didn't. I didn't know about that one until. Yeah, like, that's much a surprise later, yeah. to me right now. Yeah, we're getting. You're getting into a few that that I really didn't know there were covers until like very yeah. recently. So, so I love when we have these ideas and then we surprise ourselves with the research that we do. Yeah, well, it's so fun. Let's talk about the 1992 smash hit. From the terrible movie The Bodyguard with Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner and the song I Will Always Love You. Huge hit. Here it is. If I should stay, I would only be in your way. So I'll go, but I know I'll think of you every step of the way. And I Holy cow, could she sing or what? Oh, what a beautiful voice. My so goodness. Powerful. So so powerful. And then it picks up with that key the change range at the end. And her and control and just unreal. her emotion. She punches in there. Oh. But for me, I have to be honest, even though I'm not a country fan, I actually prefer the 1974 Dolly Parton version. It's, I don't know, it's just more... It's delicate and tender, feminine yeah. and floral. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> floral. It okay. is. It's like a little f- delicate flower yeah, it's, petal. It's gorgeous. It's yeah. so different. I prefer Whitney's. Yeah. Because I love that big emotion crescendo. Right. But they're both so, they're both just different different aspects of femininity. Yeah, it's so gorgeous. I yeah. love, I love, I think Dolly Parton is a, is a criminally underrated singer. And she's, uh, and what a songwriter. You think she's underrated? I don't think people. I don't think people talk about her enough as a songwriter and a singer. Uh, that, that well, they should. probably did when she was popular. Probably. forty years ago. Play, okay, let's play the song. <laughs>
You just know it smells like baby powder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There are doilies and hairspray. There's a lot of hairspray involved back then too. There was a lot of hairspray and doilies. A doily. Yeah. Doilies and petticoats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so gentle. It's so beautiful. I, it's I, a little I, bit uh, more like defeatist. Like, okay, I'll stay here. You go on. And Whitney's like, goodbye. <laughs> what was that? She's like, what? says bye oh okay great <laughs> anyway for what it's worth i love the dolly version oh they're both and, great and if i'm not mistaken i do believe that was from the movie the best little whorehouse in texas i could be wrong really i think so both times used in a movie i think so i could be wrong let me check hold on yep i looked it up it's from best little whorehouse in texas <laughs> she makes it sound so effortless yeah she's amazing oh wow she's amazing She's, She's an amazing person, too. Is she? Yeah. Go watch the drunk history about her. It's amazing. <laughs> All right. All right, and I will. And she just donated so much of her money to, like, education and helping kids learn to read and have access to books. And she's just oh, wow. awesome. Oh, that's yeah, great. she's awesome. Oh, I love that. All right, cool. Here's one that I don't think I knew was a cover song until... I don't know, last year. And that's oh. the the huge 1982 hit uh, Tainted Love by Soft Cell. Great, right? It's yeah. I, I mean, the, the early '80s were weird, it's man. So coneheads. <laughs> it's so coneheads. Yeah, <laughs> it's so coneheads. Well, I didn't know <laughs> that that was actually a cover of a 1964 song by Gloria Jones. No way. Yeah, way. Did I surprise I, you with that? I yeah, mean, I'm. Well, I knew it was a cover, <laughs> but I didn't know it was Gloria Jones. You don't know Gloria Jones. 
exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play the song. Sometimes I feel I've got to run away. I've got to get away from the pain you drive into the heart of me. The love we share seems to. It has like a real, like a Supremes kind of feel yeah, to it, like right? Yeah, like a little and, Motown And I like how that with the OOOs during the verse, so that they, yes. like, like Soft Cell took that over the into their version. And oh, it's, it's great. I prefer that, the Gloria kinda, Jones version. Kind of, right? Kind of, right? Yeah, it's fun. Yes. It's really, really good. I like it a lot. All right, now we're going back. 1978. Oh. 1978 when? Back in the day. When the band Kiss all hated each other so much they each had to put out a solo album. <laughs> <laughs> and on Ace Frehley's album, they had the great song New York Groove. I love, I love Ace. I really do. But the way he sings this so funny, it's always like, over there on the floor, there's that thing. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's about the most New York thing possible. You know, it's great. Anyway. That song always reminds me of Mystery Science Theater. Really? Why? I have no idea. Mm, that makes sense. And you would play it sometimes for trivia music round. Yeah. And it would come on. I'd be like, oh, this is that Mystery Science Theater song. What is it? Nope. Not so much. Not so much. Anyway, he had a big hit with that. In fact, I think that was, yeah, that was the biggest hit, I believe, on any of the Kiss solo albums. I'm pretty sure. I don't think I can name another one. So that was a big one. Anyway, that was a cover of a 1975 song by a band called Hello. Hello. But who was the band? Hello. Hello. But who was the band? Hello. Since I was here On the street I'm just passing my time away To the left and to the right 
Cool, right? Great. It's cool. very similar. It's very similar, but instead of the with the wah pedal on the guitar, they had the harmonica in the beginning. And, oh. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of cool. A little grungier voice. A little bit, yeah. Little, yeah. From what I oh, by the way, going back, I'm I could be wrong in this, but I believe I thought that was an Anton Fig was playing the drums on that, and he was a guy that was in David Letterman's band for all those years. And I I'm pretty sure that in the beginning when the that the, they were hitting boxes like they had cardboard oh, cool. boxes to get the sound that they wanted in there. Anyway, it was a cover song. Didn't know for the longest time. I probably knew that and one. And now about, we know. Well, I knew a little while ago, but yeah. Now we all know. <laughs> yes. All right, 1983, Cindy Lauper had a huge hit with Girls Just Want to Have Fun. So a friend of mine saw her on that tour. Why would a friend of mine see her on that tour, you ask me? Well, because she opened for the Kinks. Mm-hmm. You really got me, the Kinks. And mm-hmm. she got booed off the stage. It's too bad. But Really? Yeah. Isn't that Cindy a Cindy Lauper? Yeah, because there was the Kinks. People are going to see the Kinks, and then there's Cindy Lauper doing her Lopper's weird thing. Cindy also a badass punk Oh, I love Cindy. I think she's great. I think she's. But it, she it, got booed off the stage. Yeah, she's so talented. Uh, yeah, I agree. But that was just not her audience at the time. I guess. Well, whatever. I boo them. Anyway, little asterisk on this one too, because it was originally a song recorded in 1979 by a guy named Robert Hazard, but it, w- it was just a demo version. He never released it, so it's kind of an asterisk on this one. But it is a cover well, song. I think it, it counts. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. It counts. If it yeah. was released, it was released. I don't know. That I don't know. I don't think it was. Was this a demo I mean, version? Here it is. I found it on Yeah, but YouTube. I believe it's just a demo version. I'm not sure. But okay, let's eh, give it. Let's I th- listen. I think, I think it qualifies. Okay, it qualifies. I'm cool with it. All right, let's listen to it. How weird is that? That's awesome. That's so weird. hey, and YouTube. Yeah. Um, the first comment on here is a guy named Clive Preston. Okay. Who says, I played guitar on this. I'm so glad someone has a copy. Oh, cool. That's crazy, right? Did he play that guitar part that, that is in the 
You're not going to be able to find that. Judging by what he said, there's Maybe. no way I can find out. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but I, I think that's cool if they carry that's that over. Because cool. just wanna, yeah. just wanna. You know, they kind of carried it over. So yeah. anyway, it's weird. It has this weird so like, different. A, like a late 70s kind of... Uh, uh, yeah, uh, new it wave me out. New wave kind of punky kind of feel to it. It's very strange. I feel a little skeeved. Why is that? I don't know. You don't know. Probably because of Clive Preston. <laughs> okay. Well, do you want to talk <laughs> Just about? Just kidding. <laughs> do you want to talk about Amy Winehouse instead? Sure. All right. In 2007, she and Mark Ronson had a big hit with the song Valerie. Yeah, they did. <laughs> she pitched that to Mark Ronson to record because she was a f- big fan of the original mm-hmm. that came out in 2006, just a year earlier, by a band called, I believe it's called the Zutons, Z-U-T-O-N-S. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but anyway, it's great. Check it out. Well, sometimes I go out by myself and I look across the water. What do you think? It's so good. It is. It has more of like an indie rock feel, right? It reminds right? me of the Kooks. The Kooks? Yes. I'm not familiar with the Kooks. Well, it sounds like them. Okay. They sound like the Zootons. Are they an indie rock band, the Kooks? Sure. Sure. It has like an indie rock feel. And I totally like his voice does. a lot. I like it a lot. And I like how they, you know, uh, Amy Winehouse and Mark Ronson just really switched the vibe of it kind of. Mm. And, and uh, Yeah. It's, it's great though. I yeah. like it a lot. I guess he was... He oh, was, Amy... Oh, Amy, too so soon. talented, so too talented, soon, man. Yeah, way too soon. What a shame. All right. This one we do not agree on at all. You and Aww. I. Right. We're talking about the song Drift Away. 
<laughs> okay, you're more you're more familiar with the Uncle Cracker version that came out <laughs> yeah. in 2003. Which, by oh, I would like to add, by the way, the original singer Dobie Gray is on the Uncle Cracker version with him. So ah. anyway, let, it's, it's like Uncle Cracker featuring Dobie Gray. Anyway, here it is. Sure. After day I'm more confused Yet I look for the light through the pouring rain You know that's a game that I hate to lose And I'm feeling the strain Oh, yeah, Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul I wanna get lost in your rock and roll and drift away Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul I wanna get lost in your rock and roll and drift away Won't you take me away? I'll admit he did a really good job on it. I, I can't deny that, but... you. Really- I, I don't think that one is better i just knew that one no, first. i'm not even saying better i just say more well known yeah i don't know as a whole i i still think that you're more probably people, right maybe. i just myself would have thought mark it down folks yeah mark it down august 3rd bessie just admitted that i am probably right weird August 3rd, 2021. Anyway, the original, the original and wonderful version is by Dobie Gray. Let's give that a quick listen. Day after day, I'm more confused. Yet I look for the light through the pouring rain. Though that's a game that I hate to lose And I'm feeling the strain Ain't it a shame? Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul I wanna get lost in your rock and roll and drift away Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul I wanna get lost in your rock and roll and drift away so Uncle Cracker stayed pretty close to the original on Very, that one. And yeah. I, he did a really good job. I'll admit he did a good job on that. So it was fun. Definitely more soul in Dobie Gray's. Well, yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. But I just don't know why they give them the Beach Boys. What? Give me the Beach Boys and free my soul. <sighs> so in 1980, <laughs> <laughs> this is one that I just discovered not too long ago. I didn't know that this was a cover song until very recently. 1980, Blondie released the song, The Tide is High. Yeah, this was a surprise to me as really a well. Su- yeah. The tide is high, but I'm holding on. I'm gonna be Yeah. 
I made the mistake of telling Bessie one time that I remembered Debbie Harry on Solid Gold singing that song in in green sequin mm. shorts. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, you remember the shorts, all right. I sure do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm sure as you've noticed, it has a real reggae feel to it with kettle drums. And oh, it has it's a real, so good. Yeah. Well, that's because it was originally released in 1967 by a vocal group from Jamaica known as the Paragons, P-A-R-A-G-O-N-S, Paragons. How great is that? The best. It's so great, right? It's so beachy. How did I not know until, what, we just discovered that like a month ago, right? Yeah. Maybe a little more. Crazy. So beachy. We could go on and on with this forever, but we tried to keep it, you know, our usual time, so we're not going to go too crazy. Keep it down to a dozen. We're going to end with a a big one. (gasps) Yes. In 1983, Against Their Will. Oh, Quiet Riot recorded the Slade classic, Come On, Feel the Noise. Come on, feel the noise. Girls, rock your boys. We'll get wild, wild, wild. Wild, wild, wild. So you think I got an evil mind? I tell you, honey. song mm-hmm. was huge huge they were like the first what's recorded i'm using finger quotes heavy metal album that went to number one mm-hmm. it was massive they did not want to record it either their manager or their producer suggested they record that yeah and they they weren't into it they didn't want to do it they didn't they, like the song yeah they, they just not i find that, that really strange because they something? say they're not into slade but their music is so similar to slade's anyway so and if what is you, this Slade that you're saying? Slade, you ever heard the song "Come On, Feel the Noise" by Quiet Riot? Yeah, yeah, they're the original artists. Oh, I see. On their second album, they also recorded 
uh, song, uh, uh, Mama We're All Crazy Now. That was also a Slade song. Oh. And another band released uh, Goodbye to Jane. The Britney Fox released that on their album. Because everybody's getting hits with Slade songs, apparently. So they released that. Anyway, let's listen to the Slade version. So they- that's that Quiet Riot song is the music video where the dad comes in is all like mad and stuff, right? No, that's Twisted Sister. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Twisted Sister. They got a big trouble for that, by the way. Really? Yeah, because Why? even because it was violent, but it was all cartoon violence. It was all, you know, it was it was all silly cartoon. Anyway, Slade, So cool, right? Yeah. So this person comments, Naughty Holder somehow sings like a whole football stadium. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's so big sounding. So when they were, when Quiet Riot was presented with this, they're like, no, we're not into their thing. But I think Quiet Riot sounds sound a lot exactly like... exactly the I same. Know. Well, I mean, we're talking about that song. It was a Slade song. But if you listen yeah. to some of their other songs, it's it's so direct. I don't, yeah. I don't know what their problem is with it. But apparently when Frankie Benali, the drummer... Who just passed away? Was it this year or last year? I don't know. But he did that boom, ba, boom, ba, boom, ba, and it just felt right that the singer Kevin DeBro like shot him a look. And I guess after they recorded, you know, the drum tracks, he said, "Don't worry, you could still sing it bad," (laughs) because they didn't want they didn't want to release it. And it was a huge hit for him. It broke them. It broke them all over the world. Yeah, enormous. So definitely weren't so quiet anymore. No, not at all. (laughs) Not at all. Anything else, Bess? I think it's great that it's quiet riot and it's come on feel the noise. Right. No wonder they were against it. They're like, yeah. We're, we're very quiet. They were like librarian rock. They weren't though. <laughs> <laughs> they were yeah, a fun that band. that was fun. Thanks. I love an episode with little like breaks and little snippets and yeah, little add-ins. I'm sure some of you have noticed that fun. this episode is coming out an entire week late. Oh but yeah, we took a surprise week off last week. Yeah, sorry about sorry, that. We don't like huh? to take we don't like to take weeks off where we don't announce it. But we also like to live on the wild side and go against our own rules. Right, right, right. Exactly. So <laughs> let's move on to the final three. Pew 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 pew. pew. All right, these are the final three questions of the podcast. But before we get to that, thanks for playing along, Bess. Thank you very much. Thank you for putting that together. It was lovely. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. It was it was a bunch of work that it's not over quite yet. So, but thank you. So, all right. Question number one: What have you been eating? Anything interesting? Have we done anything interesting besides my killer omelets? Oh, well, we made a bunch of pizzas. Oh yeah. When we were up visiting friends in New Hampshire, they have this. Uni, I think yeah, it is. O O N I, yeah. It's a little standalone 
tabletop pizza oven. Yeah. It's adorable. So they had it set up on their three season porch. It worked so well. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was you great. You make your pizza, you throw it in there for like 90 seconds. Yeah, like turn yeah, it that's 90 it. more seconds. Not even, and not it's even. Done. I'd say a minute. And yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's, it works so efficiently. It was really, really great. It was so much fun. And the, the kids loved it. Yeah, the kids wanted to help. And, and you know, they have three kids, uh, nine and under, you know, mm-hmm. so, and so they all wanted to help. And I mean, it was so much fun. It was. They, it was like arts and crafts for dinner. Yeah, it was it really was great. It was so cute. It was they, adorable. Yeah, it was really, really fun. Anything, have we eaten anything else fun? No? No. All right. Question, <laughs> question <laughs> number two. What is the last movie you saw? Without any spoilers, do you have any thoughts? You haven't seen a movie, but I have. No. I have. I watched a really, really fun movie last week called Freaky. With Vince Vaughn, he's oh, yes. he's the only person in it that I well the the one was one of the guy who played Cameron in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He was in mm. it too. I think those are the only two people in the movie that I recognized. But it was basically a play on Freaky Friday. Yeah, and in the eighties there were a few others too where 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 uh, you know people got switched with their parents right, or something right. like that. But it's the same kind of thing. But instead, in this one. It's a teenage girl who had her body switched with a serial killer played by Vince Vaughn. <laughs> so and you're like, oh, that's that's funny. Yeah, but the real funny part of it is now you have a serial killer in the body of a teenage girl who can go to high school and pretty much... <laughs> yeah, have victims everywhere. Every, all over the place. And for like t- more than two-thirds of the movie, you have Vince Vaughn, all six foot four or five of him, uh, uh, playing a teenage girl, so yeah. <laughs> it was amusing. Eh. It it fell into it fell into those, you know, those tropes of all those, it, you know, like you know, there's that one really supportive friend, and then there's the sure, other sure. there's the other supportive friend who is really really annoying, and you don't care if they die, you know. <laughs> but uh, it, so if you, imagine if you took Freaky Friday, you mixed it with like. Friday the 13th and Freaky Friday the 13th Freaky Friday the 13th and mm. that, that was by the way that was the original title of the movie it really was that was the winning title they probably would have gotten sued for it why because it's a copywritten name for a, a, a legendary franchise what Freaky Friday Friday the 13th shithead and and if you mix in like she's all that, yeah, right, or right, you know, right. you know, like those those uh, those like teenage rom coms or something like sure, that. Sure, sure. In fact, it even did that Is whole. Freddie th- Prinz in there? No, it even did that thing. This isn't really a spoiler, but it did that thing where like this really pretty girl, everybody hates her guts, but then as soon as she like brushes her hair and puts right. on lipstick, everybody right. thinks she's finds her attractive. You know, right. so stupid, but. She takes her vest off, and they're like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Who knew? Completely different! Oh my god! She took off her glasses, and she's hot. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> it's it, you know, uh, there are so, so many of those stupid, in the yeah. '90s. You know, I can't right, right, right. Because the only one I can think of is she's all that with Rachel Lee Cook, mm-hmm. and was it Freddie Prince? Is that who yep. was in that with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Junior. Yeah, Freddie Prince Junior. Yeah, I know. Yeah, of course. Freddie Prince Senior did try out for that role. No, he didn't. He committed he got, suicide, and he like, got rejected. He committed for suicide in like 1980 or something. And then he came back. <laughs> nope. Tried to try out for that role. Question number three. Do you have a local small business that you have no direct affiliation with that you would like to plug? And we do. After the whole pandemic and everything we've been through, our friend's bar opened back up. Woohoo! 
I know, I know. Th- their problem was they didn't have a kitchen, so they they weren't able to be open during during the pandemic. And it's called Moan and Dove in Amherst, Massachusetts. It's a tiny little. It's the size of a garage, and it's, it's and so cool. It is so cool. It has such a cool vibe. We walked in, and they had a, a Rolling Stones album. I think it was Goat's Head Soup was playing on the turntable, literally an album on a turntable, and awesome beer list, and just really, really cool people, and it's a great location. Peanuts. Peanuts. Tons of peanuts. Yeah, if you're allergic to peanuts, be careful around the front door, because yeah. they have a big barrel full of peanuts. Bring an EpiPen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But please, Moan and Dove in Amherst, Massachusetts, if you just happen to be great out spot. that way. Great spot. Give Pop in. Huh? Give it a go. Give it a go. I think you'd really dig it. And you can bring food in. You get mm-hmm. outside food in and stuff. So that's it. Anything else, Bess? I don't think so. No? Fun week. Yeah, I agree. Thanks. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. If you haven't subscribed, please do. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Idle Chat Podcast. Do us a favor. Go out and do something cool for somebody, and we'll talk to you next week. Right.